Hey, what's going on, my beautiful people? And welcome back to another episode of The Music Club with Lulu Cuckoo, where we talk about all things music. And you already know, music is culture. So we kind of talk about all things here. And you already know what today is. It's Wednesday, if you don't know. It's West Coast Wednesday. So I got some good, 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 good content uh, today for us. Um, I'm so excited about the artist that I'm going to talk about um, today. So stay tuned, and uh, I promise you, you will not be disappointed at all. have a little culture talk, right? Kendrick Lamar. Bro, when are you dropping? I'm waiting for it. Do I have to call you Kung Fu Kenny? What? What's up? What, what, what I got to do? Kendrick, the last time you blessed us was in 2017. Not to mention you did do the soundtrack for Black Panther. So let me chill, let me chill, let me chill, let me back up. You're doing big things, you're doing great things. But I am highly anticipating, which has been rumored as your last album with TDE. And it has been a great run with TDE. If it is, cool. If it isn't, that's cool too. But I'm waiting, man. I am. I'm excited. Everybody's excited. You came out on the halftime show for the Super Bowl and you just made everybody like super duper excited. So it was some really, really, really funny stuff going on on uh, Twitter. Just uh, some of the memes they made and it was like uh, Good Kid Mad City album altered and they were saying that's his new his new album cover it was just funny 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 so we waiting we ready Kendrick let us hear it Jasmine Sullivan has canceled some so, some shows due to COVID so y'all keep Jasmine in y'all prayers um I pray for a speedy recovery mentally physically uh just stay 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 tapped in stay keep going if you're able to, don't allow the virus to beat you. You have to beat the virus, right? Take your zinc. I know uh, you were vegan. I'm not sure if you still are, but I'm pretty sure that's going to help out in this time. So you're probably eating your vegetables. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself because, uh, Jasmine, we waiting for you too. But take your time. Make sure you're good. And we will be waiting Whenever you're ready, we're here. So, prayers up for that. Get well soon. Usher. So, Usher has a show, a residency, actually, in Vegas. Um, if you have not seen it, I have not seen it. We have not seen it. Um, we have to go see it. I have to go see it. So, as of now, the residency is supposed to end in October of this year. So, you have some time. But, I hear that the show is fabulous. I mean, it's Usher. It doesn't really surprise me, right? Um, so, um, I'm excited about seeing that this summer or this year. Um, and just seeing why, you know, Usher is that guy. <laughs> while we talking about Usher, let's talk about a little tea. Tea time, tea time. While being interviewed on E! News... Usher says that Monica was his first celebrity kiss. Who would have knew? Who would have knew that Usher and Monica was in the backyard kissing? I don't know where they were. I'm just making up, you know, like the little 
things we used to say when we was younger, like da da da, Usher and Monica sitting in the tree. K I S S I N G. First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes a baby. Hey man, what happened? Man, the kids don't even think like that no more, you know. And it doesn't necessarily always happen like that, but it was fun. That was fun. A little nostalgia for y'all, but yeah, Usher and Monica. He said that was his first celebrity kiss. He also did mention in that little clip that I saw that um, he would have dated Aaliyah. Mmm, how that would have looked? Usher and Aaliyah. Ooh, I like that. I think that would have been cool. I think that would have been good for her. Uh, I wish it could have happened. He said they did hang out. They watched the movies and, you know, it never just went to the next level. You know what I'm saying? But that would have been interesting. That's a little tea for you. So, like I said earlier, I'm going to get straight into it. Because I need some time to talk about this amazing human being. She is from the West Coast. You know that. It is Wednesday. So, I only speak of those who originated, born, raised from the west coast she is a singer one of the greatest singers of my time i think one of the greatest singers of all time her tone is unmatched i'm pretty sure you kind of know who i'm talking about right they call her the the vocal bible if you don't know who i'm talking about you don't know rb man (laughs) i'm talking about the world-renowned Brandy. Brandy Norwood, if we want to be formal. But um, <laughs> we're going to talk about Brandy. We're going to sit up in his backyard because I'm not sitting up in my room. But And we got to give Brandy her flowers. I have to. I was thinking who I'm going to do this week. You know, last week. I didn't do it on Wednesday, but I did speak about Dre. So I was like, mm, that's a wrap. Let's make it a little more softer. And it just came to me. It wasn't even no hard thought. Like, Brandy. You got to talk about Brandy, man. I was such a crazy Brandy fan. So I'm about to, I'm about to take y'all back real quick, right? Me growing up in the 90s, R&B. You had to pick a side, right? You had to pick Team Brandy or Team Monica. (laughs) If you're an 80s baby or, you know, born before that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But that was uh, our era, you know. And uh, I was Team Brandy. I was Team Brandy for a few different reasons. Brandy was from Carson, you know. um, uh, Brandy's voice, I just was with. Brandy, Brandy was a little more soft-spoken, and I just rocked with her. She was chocolate, you know. Um, Not to say that we're going to colorism or anything like that, but y'all know. Um, And, yeah, I rock with Brandy, and then you had the team Monica. That was, Monica was a little more, like, feisty, you know, uh, but 
I love them both equally, honestly. Um, they're both amazing artists, and they both, for sure, deserve all of the credit, all of the accolades they have both acquired in life through this R&B genre. When you talk about R&B, you for sure talk about them. So, let's talk about Brandy. It's a lot, too. You know, um, in 1994, well, in 1993, that's when Brandy came on the scene, right? She was in the show Thea, one of the best shows growing up. You watched Thea. It was her, her single mom, and it was so realistic. It was like really what life was, being young, going through life just obstacles of what it looked like at that time sidebar we gotta bring back some more practical shows i know we love the um reality shows but sitcoms i'm gonna write a sitcom let's write a sitcom who want to write a sitcom hit me up let's write a sitcom but thea that's when she appeared on the scene it wasn't the music scene exactly but it was the scene the show was amazing while it lasted, but Brandy had bigger things to do. You know, not saying she didn't appreciate Thea, because it was Thea. And if you, you know that show, you know you love that show, right? But right after Thea, Brandy released her debut album, Brandy, which sold over 6 million copies worldwide. Some of those singles, if they don't, if that album doesn't ring a bell, maybe this will help. I want to be down. Baby, they both went gold and platinum. So, that's how Brandy d- jumped on the, the music scene. She came in with, I want to be down. Yeah, I ain't sung for y'all in a minute, so I had to a little bit. But And baby, you know. And, anyway. Uh, also in 94, she came out with, Broken Hearted with uh, Wanye Morris of Boys to Men. Oh, I'm lonely. Broken. Alright, okay. I'm not going to sing no more. I'm going to try not to sing. Because she makes you want to sing so much. So, so, so bad. Then after that, in 1995, my girl had Sitting Up in My Room that was off of the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack y'all remember that that's when soundtracks was like the thing waiting to exhale soul food you know they were so so much thought and effort was put into that that's why i appreciated black panther's soundtrack so much because um it was nostalgic to what film features black film features um would feature in their soundtrack it would be much effort they put all the great people into it so that was that she did that and then in 96 oh i miss you <laughs> i'm fine set it off that was that tamia shaka khan and gladys knight oh my gosh like that's when the soundtrack was litty. Ooh. 
1996, Brandy said, I'm in my music bag, but I do do the sitcom thing. So she came back on the scene with Moesha. Amazing sitcom. So great. It had a spinoff show, The Parkers. Much success. Countess Vaughn, Monique, you know, um, Professor Ogilvy. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Parkers. That that that's my that's my upbringing, my childhood, my teenage years. Those were some good years, I promise you. In 1997, she came out with Cinderella. Yeah, <laughs> let me say that again. Uh, let me rephrase that. In 1997, Brandy was the first African American princess playing Cinderella and killed it, murdered it. It was amazing. It was beautiful to see. Growing up, you didn't see that really depicted in uh, Disney films and things of that nature. So it was an amazing thing to see. I'm dropping years because I want y'all to know, like, her stint. Like, she put in so much work because people be like, if Brandy's still relevant, Brandy's retired if she wants to be. You know, like my dad says, the African proverb is you, you, you stack your hay while the sun is up, right? Look it up if you don't get it. You stack your hay while the sun is up. You get to it while you're young. You make your money while you're younger. So when you're older, you don't have to be out here with the hustle and bustle. You know what I'm saying? No 60, 70 year old really wants to go to work understand that unless it's something that they're passionate about if a 60 70 year old are doing manual labor jobs or jobs where you know when you look at the 60 year old at your job you could tell if it's passionate or if it's by necessity for sure right so brandy doing her thing so let, let, let me let, let me get to back to what i was saying 1998, Never Say Never. 1998 was the year that The Boy Is Mine, The Boy Is Mine, The Boy Is Mine dropped. The most successful song by a female duo ever. 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 So, they both made history. So, Team Brandy and Team Monica won. You know? Well fun competition they won they also got a grammy award off of that never say never sold over 15 million copies reaching number two on the billboards blasting out r&b in the hip-hop charts but yeah also never say never had have you ever by diane warren it sold out the tour in Europe, Asia, and the United States. Come on now. Are y'all do y'all really wanna talk to me about Brandy? Like like for real. Do y'all really wanna have conversations on is she a goat? I'm here to say it. Brandy is a musical icon by far. Do you hear me? Musical icon. And her work is everywhere. Will we not talk about how Angel in Disguise was on that thing. (laughs) 
top of the world was on that thing. Never say every. Come on. Also in that year, Brandy was in I Still Know What You Did last summer. I don't watch scary movies, so I never watch that movie, but do your thing, Brandy. I'm just, I'm scary. I'm a scary person. I don't really allow scary things to come because I'm already frightened. You come behind me, you be like, boo. I'm be like, hey, man. And I'm really scared. So I didn't see that, but the reviews were, mm. But her actual review of her role was, it was pretty good. She got nominated from, for some awards and things like that. 1999, Double Platinum, co-starring Diana Ross, came out. Both executive produced by her and Diana Ross. Tied into the albums that they had just released was Never Say Never. And, um... Yeah. She also headlined VH1's Diva Live with Whitney Houston, Tina Turner, and Cher. Like, <laughs> Brandy, Brandy, <laughs> Brandy, show these kids how you do it, how you get in there and you you make an impact. She did take a hiatus because life happens, right? So you got to take some, some, the industry is nuts. We're not going to sit up here and act like it's not. It's sharks in that thing. It's power trippers. It's gatekeepers. It's all kind of stuff. But it's a beautiful... It's The art that comes from it is beautiful. So we're in a great age today where we a lot of that stuff is kind of... Um, it's old. It's, it's no longer because the world is so accessible on its own that... You don't have to go through a lot of that. But there are a lot of things that have been lost with being able to upload your own music every day. Development is being lost. Um, You know, even being able to be press, trained for the press, you know. All of these things you don't really know. It's instant, instant success. And true preparation an opportunity that's true success but instant success is you ain't prepared for it and it doesn't last pretty long because you don't really know what to do with it so that's one of the downfalls about today develop yourself artists uh the, the great thing about it is that you can develop yourself while in front of the camera these days and that is a blessing but hone in on your craft study you know learn your learn your craft Learn about genres, different genres. Learn new things. Expand your intellect on what is really profiting you so much. So that's the least you could do. She came back on the scene with her brother Ray J. And uh, they remade Phil Collins' Another Day in Paradise. It did very well in charts overseas. She did her thing. 2002. She came out with one of my favorite albums by Brandy. Full Moon. When Full Moon came out, I was old enough to be like, 
Oh man, I'm buying that CD. I bought the CD. Y'all know nothing about that. Going to Walmart or Target. That's when albums didn't come out on Fridays. They used to come out on Tuesday. Y'all know about that? You used to go, you get the album, and you get the jacket, the sleeve, and you read everything in it. You read the thank yous. You read <laughs> You read who produced everything. Oh, I miss that. I, I know we are digital, but oh, I'm up to something. I'm not going to give away my idea, but yeah. <laughs> Full Moon Full Moon came out in 2002 Right, I was 16 years old And uh, Well, I was about to be 16 Because it came out in March Early March And this is when all my room was full with Pictures Everywhere I was a crazy Destiny Child fan um, But I was a, a music fan And I had posters everywhere and um yeah i bought full moon i listened to it i loved it full moon the actual song was my jam then he is i really thought i was grown because i was in love with nobody i didn't even have nobody at that time but he is was really like this gonna be my wedding song prince charming my angel, my king, and my friend. Yes, yes, he is <laughs> still the one. Um, come a little closer. It was a little, it was grown, you know? It was, you could tell Brandy was grown. At first she was sitting up in my room, you know? And now she was grown, and Full Moon was the full completion of it all, everything came back. In 2014, she came out with Aphrodisiac. You're my Aphrodisiac. You're the only one I needed. Aphrodisiac was a great album. I appreciated it. 20, 2008. <laughs> 2008, she came out with Human. 2012, she came out with 211. Ironically, February 11th is Brandy's birthday, but it also is the anniversary of the departing of her godmother, Whitney Houston. So that was, I know, very, very special to her. In her latest album, which came out in 2020, was B7. And B7 was a great album. It didn't really get any, like, a lot of public notoriety but y'all know I'm the plug so I go and I really hone in and listen to the music I have to I gotta listen to the music I can't just be up here just talking all willy nilly so please tap into B7 and all of Brandy's catalog if you haven't to just see why she is the goat why she is a living icon yes I said it um and put some respect on the name if you haven't. I always have. Um, also, LaShawn Daniels was a part of the Brandy C 
success and uh that brother passed away a few years back in a terrible car accident and um he was an amazing songwriter uh i actually saw him at um, a conference before and i just loved his energy for sure for sure angel here on earth so when i heard about that that was crazy and i didn't even know him personally but i had been in his presence before i've met him and he was someone that was very memorable someone with great 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 energy love so i know that impacted brandy much she even spoke about it uh he had a, a wife and a family so forever my condolences to them because i know they lost a pillar with losing LaShawn Daniels and she said that that's what pushed her to put out B7 so today is just a day to tap back in to Brandy listen to her music her range her octaves her runs her riffs are unmatched you hear them in true vocal usage all the time right uh play one play them all Play West Coast music today, because it is West Coast Wednesday. And that's it. That's all I got for you. And I hope I've pleaded my case, and I, I hope I have a strong argument on why I keep telling y'all the West is we it. <laughs> we are truly it. Enjoy this beautiful sun. My boy Ono August got a performance tonight. We about to get ready for that. Today is a great day. Another day you're here. Another day to be thankful. Another day to be grateful. Today, try not to complain. Try to look at everything as the glass half full instead of glass empty. All right? That's all I got for you. I'll catch y'all soon. I love you. <laughs> but God loves you more. Peace love and so cool.